Hello. Hi. It's Heavy Breather Boys. How's everybody? I'm good. You yeah. talking to me? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. The boys in the Arby's are good. They seem real excited back there. I could, the, you know, why? Because I could smell the, the oil. They're they're cooking the oil right. Like the, they have the fryers going at the perfect temperature and density. They seem extra wet, which is always a good sign. When the when the Arby's boys are like yeah. damp, like the the shirt is soaked through and their hair is like matted against their forehead because the the sweat and grease. Yeah, and they can't wear shoes, you know, because it's too much grease and sweat that's coming down. So they all wear Pools sandals, and their feet are so moisturized from the oil <laughs> and so beautiful. You wear, yeah, authorized footwear is sandals, uh, flip flops, or Crocs with with lots of holes in them, so all the grease can pour through. I'd right. say pouring out like little waterfalls out of those and holes. The, and if the grease, when it's kind of warm, it feels nice going in, and, and yep. it just feels really good hitting your feet, and you give out a moan. And when you see those boys back there making the the RB sandwiches and moaning, it's a, just a nice it's a nice sight, you know. It's nice. It makes you feel good to see them feel good. You like that, right? A little bit of you know em- empathetic, you know. I can empathize. You can empathize with their pleasure, the extreme pleasure they're enjoying. They're enduring it. You know, Ted Ted uh, Theodore Arby, he. Uh, Mm-hmm. You know, he was an he was, he was very good to his workers. Unlike Jeff Bezos, who uh, he he has a strict bone density. For his <laughs> workers have to have, be on a strict. Their bone density has to be at a certain mass, and right. so he's constantly forcing. They have people that are up on the like towers, and they're yelling to people to take bone density pills. You have to right. take one after every box. Wait, because people they're like on, in those cages and they're being like zipped around. And if they're too heavy, if their bones are too heavy, then the cages don't work right. So they got to right. stay. Their bones have to be basically as hollow as possible yeah. so that they can uh, move the boxes. We got heavy around. bones. We got heavy bones over here. And they bring him. Then he goes into the back room and you know takes bone density pills. Right. Because I assume the pills they're they're de de densifying your bones. Right. Right. They're de densifying. They're low. Yeah, when, when, you, when you take bone density pills, it's not to make your bones dense. You want them less dense. You want less them to be dense. very light. Like, like you want them to be hollow. You want, you want the marrow, you want it to be hollow in there. So where it's usually like marrow, that yummy red marrow that you know that yeah. smells really good. No, you want, your, you want the bone to be like a whatchamacallit candy bar. It's like hollow with like a little hole, like right. air Like a payday, like with yeah, peanuts payday. in it and like some <laughs> nougat. You know, like, yeah, a, like a, a nougat or like a Rice Krispie treat kind of thing. Yeah. The doctor sees, he gives you the x-ray and sees peanuts in your legs. <laughs> it's no, you kind of like, uh, it's like a, uh, what's his face? Uh, yeah, Spruce Goose, Howard Hughes. Mm. Yeah, good old Howard. Good old he knew Howard. How to he knew how to live life. Yeah. He got rich and it was like, I'm going to do life my way. I'm going right. to do this eccentric and guy and then have people uh, like take advantage of him and keep him in hospice for like the last 20 years of his life filled right. full of codeine but you didn't have to think about stuff like you know think about it. our lives i'm like oh i'm like oh i have to pay rent i gotta you know whatever yeah. it's other stuff do work um he just got to you know hang out i guess yeah, he's just, you know, it's like his own version of a rumpus room, but it's a bunch of nurses around, like, breaking needles off into your arm, and you're, you're comatose. But, like, prior to that, that was when he was, like, collecting his own urine and toenails and stuff, right? And then th- that that, right. that evolved into this? 
I think so. Okay. I'm not really sure of the timeline. Yeah. I'll have to look up. uh, I'll have to Google that. What was the timeline of the urine jars? Right. When did, when did, and it's like the urine jar years. And it's like, (laughs) (laughs) Wikipedia's got its own section about the urine jars. Do they save the urine jars for like historical uh, value? You know, like put them in the Getty or something like a free museum where you would go and enjoy. You see like, oh, that's. Just recreate the basement where he kept them in, you know, like like the, all the the same boxes and the cobwebs and that whole thing. You go down and it's like, look, this is and that that's actually and be like, but here's the thing, yeah. this is staged, but this is actually Howard yeah. Hughes's urine, the the urine he urinated into. Yep. Probably you sprinkled and spilled all over the place. <laughs> yeah, he dribbled it. But you can see like, oh, he was uh, really super right. dehydrated that day. This is very brown urine. It's dark. Marvel. So murky. Uh, he should have drank more water. Well, that well much, day, much like in the way that crystals, you know, they have their healing properties involve, you know, the, uh, you know, the, the different pieces, the, the geometry of it, you know, and w- when light goes through, it refracts in this healing way. And it's the same way with the urine jars. If you yep. hold them up to a light, yep. a certain color in the jar, they create this force, you know, and it's mostly yeah. it makes you itch and your, uh, you know, your your feet itch and sweat. Right, you can make like a little uh, like amulet out of it, or whatever. He right. has healing powers, like a little crystal you put on your bedside table to to like suck out the bad vibes. Yeah, stuff like that. If I was going to be in a, a blood, sweat, and tears cover band, I think I would call it uh, feet, sweat, and sand. You know what I mean? What do you What do you think? You like blood, sweat, and tears? It seems like you just look like you'd like it. You're talking to me or yeah. some other guy? Um, yeah, I guess they're, yeah, they seem good. Um, I mean, blood, sweat, tears. Like, I mean, I think of three different liquids, a body liquid. So I would say, you know, urine, yeah, vomit, so you have to do some other ones, urine, bile, and then, you know, downstairs excretion, but can't say it on the radio. Right. That's yeah. probably what I would do for my, my cover band. Downstairs <laughs> excretion. For some reason, that's good to say on the radio, but you can't just say what yeah, it is. That's the worst. It's like because you could the excrete. It's such a it's such a, an interesting um, description because it's like it's excrete doesn't seem like it seems like it's it looms it looms around the corner and then it sees it and it, it takes its time and it knows its time. Right, and it's vulgar. There's just something more vulgar. vulgar about. Anytime yeah, your body yeah, because is because my father would say it growing up, he'd be like, "I gotta go excrete," and I, I just hated it so much. <laughs> yeah, you know, no one wants to excrete, but we all do, right? And that's just the human condition, right there, in a nutshell. But you know, that's how my dad made a living. You know, he got the uh, he, he, he built an empire from it. He, the, he, the excretorium. It's a it's a very <laughs> regional thing. I mean, he, that man. Like a, knew how to excrete for it's sure like a cool place where you go where it's like you if you want to go to the bathroom but it's like an experience you know right experiential uh bathroom time yeah he had all different kinds of toilets like you know you have your standard toilet that, uh, we all know and love but then there's like the 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 toilet's got stirrups for your feet you put them up yeah, locks, um, and then they, they lock your feet in. You're there, you know, the locks, they throw away the keys, and they, they lock the door of the room, too, and you're just in there. You're in there, and in the stirrups, you're going to the bathroom. Um, there's, like, the he called it the Harley, and that's the one that's kind of like a motorcycle. You sit down on it, but it's a toilet, and you got the handles, and you're kind of straddling it. 
does. So they, it's they, a cool they, one. Can, they can make one, the one that you, your childhood bathroom. So you could be in, mm-hmm. you know, that bathroom. They'll, they'll, recre- they'll recreate it, you know, and then they'll, they'll, they'll lock you in. <laughs> like a, like a, an adult size, like a child toilet with a little pan right. that you pull out. Right. You didn't read the, 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 the small print where you have to live in there for four months <laughs> inside of the, where their warehouse. You have to recreate the act of becoming potty trained. Right. In there. We will rebirth you on day four. Right. Yeah. Rebirthing. That's only half of it. It's like, if you're not going to get re potty trained afterwards, yep. then you're, you're really losing out. Your, your life is doomed to fail. Like you got, there is nothing like, that. yeah. When you rebirth somebody, cause yeah, people just think it's like, Oh, it's just your emotions become better. No, you have to relearn how to go to the bathroom, everything. Yep. And there is nothing more beautiful than having to train a grown man, how to go number two. Mm-hmm. in the potty yeah you say good good boy oh you did it you 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 said you told me when you had you had to go and then we sat you down and you did we sat you down i think we've re, we've we're revisiting <laughs> sadly we've said this before on the show um <laughs> sadly this is in a new <laughs> development speaking of toilet stuff my wife sent me this wikipedia article um for back in um olden times when during king's mm-hmm. king's times there was a uh, a courtesan called the the groom of the stool and he was the king's special toilet friend and he was like the boy a young man i guess and he would help the the king go potty every time because they you would basically poop into a like a little stool with those like a box right and you needed a guy it's like dune it's like that scene from dune it's very similar and he's like you know put your hand in here and he's like please i don't have to go he's like you you just keep push as hard as you can i want to see i want to see your face turn red that's what the the bed jesuit says this guy is like a real it was a uh, he was like a powerful member because he learned all the secrets of the king because they had such an intimate relationship so he was like a feared uh person of 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 that you know respect demanded respect because you was the the king's toilet friend, right. and I think, you know, I don't know. Maybe rich guys do this now. So but I, the, not, you're, 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 the moral of the story is what you're saying is to become a toilet friend to somebody. If you want to yeah. be powerful, like I think rich guys should do this. Like Jeff Bezos, you should bring that back. You should do that. You should start your own company called Toilet Friend, and it toilet would just friend. Be, be like, people, look, King uh, Arthur, or who, I don't know, was king, but uh, like he did this. He was super. You know, he's a real yeah. badass guy. Uh, he uh, but it would be friend. different now. I would have I would have a uh, monitor placed in his body surgically, and mm-hmm. and when I when I could feel them, I could I would get a notification on my iPhone of the movements, and then I would <laughs> rush toward him. You know, I would break, yeah. rush from kick the door down, splinter the door, yeah, on my way and get him, and then you know carry him moaning, ready to go onto the yeah. toilet. Yeah, and then he tells me his secrets of how he plays. Tell me how he's got his daddy's money to play the stock market. <laughs> Yeah, my dad, my dad's blood diamond money. Um, but yeah, the Wikipedia article says that there's a debate over whether or not these guys actually helped the king's wipe. Uh, so this is right. kind of lost to the history, I guess. I mean, you'd think that someone would have a diary. That would be like, I would yeah, like to see that debate happen. Yeah, you'd think you'd be able to find someone that was like writing their diary. Like, yeah, I, today I wiped the king's bottom. Right. But I guess they didn't do that. Yeah, so yeah there's a debate. Did. You'd think you would see it. There's a debate, and yeah, you could you can engage in this debate if you want. Mm-hmm. He would maybe just be like a towel boy kind of a thing. Bring yes. snacks, you know, light snacks, nothing heavy. 
No. Well, they had to keep track of the the king's uh, movements, so they'd right. be like, "Oh, this one's a little runny. I should give him uh, more fiber, I guess." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very, very much a health thing. They they would say, "Oh, he needs more legumes," you know. Yeah. His stool is hard, and 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 you know we need to loosen his stool a little bit. Yes, yeah, wrong color. I need we need to get that darker. Right. So, but yeah, this is. I think this is a good. We could disrupt the toilet friend industry because it's kind of stagnant right now. Disrupt it. You could sell Look it. You know, what's disrupting the toilet boy interest industry, and it's just <laughs> uh, pictures of us. <laughs> if you like, I don't. I feel don't, compelled to click don't on get that. it, but it, I'm, it makes sense. He re- he really did done a disruption. <laughs> you have an app, and you get to you click on it, and then you or I go over there and help. You know, Jeff yeah. Bezos or Elon Musk. Do their number twos. Yeah. Boop. You are the yeah. It's like Uber, but you're just like a boy, yeah. and you you're have an app, boy. and it's like go to go to you know. Be it's like, but it's also like Pizza Hut. If you don't get there, you get in trouble. <laughs> so you got to get there in 15 minutes while this guy right, and you go boop boop boop, boop and you're just driving your car like I'm here, sir, for you. I'm here. I'm ready for your yeah. movement. I'm ready to observe you. And he just looks at me. He just looks at you while he does it, and you just hold. You're holding a piece of toilet paper as he's doing it. <laughs> And it's always yeah. a man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got to be. I mean, back in the, the the original times of this, they didn't have toilet paper, so I guess they used like towels and stuff, yeah, right. which doesn't sound fun. Just but a bunch of towels, just so many towels, just, just p- p- pile of towels, piles in the corner. Of I hate this show. I hate what we talk about. I don't like <laughs> any of it. But I like. Yeah, my wife saw saw this and was like, "I thought of you." She's like, "This sounded like a, a joke that Heavy Breather would make up, right. but it's it's a real thing." We probably have talked. We about probably it. did make it up, right? And then we, um, you know, Mandela affected it into reality, right? Splintered into a new timeline where that actually did happen. Nelson Mandela effect, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm glad that we, we, you know, I don't know that we we talk about this kind of stuff. Look, someone's got to do it. No one else is on the radio talking about poopoo stuff like we are. I don't feel good. My tummy hurts. My head hurts. I just don't feel right. I don't want, I don't want to do the show anymore. (laughs) I don't. Did you you see that, uh, the Island Boys thing someone sent us on Instagram? I was looking at this. No. It's like these like white guys. These like young boys. Oh yes, I've seen them. They're like an Instagram phenomenon. They're like both they're like TikTok like, guys, but they're twins, and they're just like they're, they're like you know pasty white, but they they have dreadlocks and they like sing in a like Pacific Island patois. They're like we're the island boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. That's um, cool. But yeah, I feel like they're kind of ripping off the Barbados boys thing right. a little but bit. But we wouldn't do any of the racist stuff. We would just be us, and we'd be. Yeah, you we know, don't do. We'd be on the, the beach. We'd be staying at the cheap hotel, and we'd be just down there. And if you want, you come hang out or whatever, man. We got beer. Yeah, we're just drinking uh, malt liquor. You know, writing a. I mean, obviously writing a manifesto. Yeah, writing the manifesto. You know, plotting against our enemies. We're not doing the the dreadlocks or the the no. uh, uh, you know fake uh, patois no uh, uh, accent thing. But you know. I guess, I, you know, if you can learn any from, from them, that that's how you, you make it in the big time. That's true. Just You just got to be born in Florida and get a bunch also, of don't tattoos. don't be old men that have a radio show. <laughs> don't be like old, ugly. Don't be gross old guys. Men, yeah. Just like saggy. My face, I have like, I grow a beard because I have jowls. They're just, my well, skin is just, 
on my face is, is, is I think I think we could get dreadlocks and face tattoos and people would probably be pretty into right. it. I'm gonna have gum piercings and beard dreadlocks and yeah, beard dreadlocks. Those and you I'll don't probably s- also get my like my my lips like peeled back so you could just so you can constantly see uh, quite a bit of gums mm-hmm. and teeth, you know. Like you, like you physically can't close your mouth anymore. Yeah. And then I would get my I would permanently close my eye, eyelids together but then but then cut a hole in between <laughs> the two so so my eye so I would have to always be staring straight and then it's just skin sack all around it, you know. Huh. That would be pretty cool. Go to the piercing place and ask if, ask if they could do that. I think I think the I think TikTok would love that. Yeah. Look, I'll give you. I'm not going to joke you. I've got ten thousand dollars right here. Show them ten thousand bucks. I need you to do this surgery. You know, they probably fifty percent chance they might do it. They do it, or they'd refer you somewhere that would. They'd be like, right. yeah, you got to go to, you know, Thailand for that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So nice oh, little yeah, vacation. I'll do, I'll do anything. Take a little trip. That would be cool. We should we should do that. Like become like do like that kind of thing instead of the dreadlocks and the fake accent. Yeah, I do like I like the beard dreadlocks. I mean that's kind of that'd be like our own kind of twist on the formula. We would grow our toenails super long, so we could barely move for sure. And we're on the beach, standing, and we we're our toenails are entwined and entangled, (laughs) and they're chipping off and breaking. The shards are shooting like, like dust is coming down over everybody because the shards and the toenails are scratching each other. We 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 would just get around uh, by you know driving rascals around, and we'd explain to everyone that it's just because our toenails are too long for us to to be able to walk anymore. We got to use the mobility scooter. The mobility scooter, but it's got a huge front end so that it like, and it's like a sack that's got moist, <laughs> it's moisturizing our, our feet and toenails as we drive. It's yeah, like, it's what is like that a, huge thing on the end of that rascal? And then we get out and start walking, you know, and people have to move out of the way. Yeah, it's like a climate controlled. It's like we're like peacocks. Thing in there. Yep, showing off. It's beautiful. It's a display, and people could see it. People are applauding. They don't even know who we are. They but they see us coming. They 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 just impulsively start cheering. Just all the different shades of gray and white, mm-hmm. or stinky beard dreadlocks waving in the wind. Can't cause you can't wash those things. It's that is an, antithetical to the dreadlock ethos. Can you get beard dread? I don't think you could get beard dreadlock. You can beard dread. You can dreadlock anything. Any right. hair, you can dreadlock it. I guarantee yeah. it. I'm sure I've seen some. I tried. Like I tried to get my hair dreadlocks when I was uh, 13. I, yeah, I remember. I wanted to when I was a kid. I, I had that that thought. I was like, "This is what I want to do." With, you you know what I did with one time? I, I put. I took hair. This is crazy. This is how I would get cancer. I took hair bleach and put it in my hair and put a uh, wool cap over mm-hmm. my head and just left it like that for like 24 hours. That doesn't seem good. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm going to wash it out. It's going to be kind of blonde and I'm, and I'm going to be so dark, beautiful, I'm dark skin. It's going to be blonde and <laughs> I'm going to have dreadlocks, you know, just like, Hey man, you know, like in, in my, my hometown of 26,000 yep. people. Hey, look at me now. Wearing your, your Bob Marley t-shirt. Yeah. I don't know what I was trying to. I was I was like more because uh, Keith Morris of the Circle Jerks, yeah, had dreadlocks, and I was like, it's you know, I just I didn't I didn't understand the cultural. No, I didn't get it. I was just like, I want dreadlocks. 
It's just cool. It's cool. It's cool to have that hair. (laughs) Something implanted in my brain where I was like, yeah, this is what cool punk guys do. Yeah. I was jealous when I could, the guys that had dreadlocks. I was like, now looking back, they have to look back at, you know, and and have to be like, oh, that was probably the wisest of things, but shouldn't have done that. You know, I'm no island boy. I can't get away with that. Right. They can, though. The island boys. They seem cool. But they, they seem, seem kind of sweet. They seem like dumb. You know, they're, they're very, like, they seem really dumb. They're not malicious. They're not like, you know, like, like a double Jeff Bezos or like Elon Musk's or something. They're just, yeah, they're just like go, living their lives. Yeah. And, you know, I best wishes to them. If they want to come on the show, I, I invite them. That would be great. Would love to have them on the show. Island Boys versus Barbados Boys. I would do no research into who they are. I still don't understand who they are. Don't know. And then we would just do the show from there. And that way we can just, you know, talk like real people and it would be real confusing for them, I'm sure. We would just do a regular show and then let them, you know, kind of chime in. Yeah. What do you think about this? What do you think about uh, the rat pelts that are going to be used as currency in the future? How do you yeah. feel about that, Todd? I'm going to guess one of the guys' <laughs> names, Todd. What kind of new new kind of toilet would you invent if you could build a, your own you know, fancy high tech? All right. Here's the first question: Have Have you ever seen Field of Dreams, Part <laughs> Two? Bridges over Madison County. Please tell. Please, I please give me a, a 15 minute synopsis. <laughs> the movie Bridges over Madison County, starring Clint Eastwood and Meryl Streep. I need. I want to. I want to know, like, yeah, like an art, like the what? What was the message? Like, with the, yeah. I, as a piece of art, like, what was it trying to convey to the viewer? Why is Mannequin Two, Shawshank Redemption Three? <laughs> the right. universe it gets, pretty, gets pretty deep. Yeah, it collides metaphorically. I do want to see that movie with uh, Morgan Freeman where he does, we get shot through the, I just keep seeing like a, it became like a meme and it's just like so silly. It's just like, uh, I, I, I guess my point is I, I've, I've been watching a lot of old movies because I'm watching horror movies still because now, now Netflix and everything, that's all they want me to watch. It's like recommended and it's just like blood freaks for, I'm like, oh <laughs> man, I, I, I'm having nightmares. I can't, but I keep doing it. But man, the movies look so good, and all the like slowness and awkwardness to the scenes, you know. And now everything's so cut, so and everything's on a beat. I get it, you know. It's like, but it's done too well sometimes, and it's just like it doesn't. I can't give me some crappy practical effects and exactly. I mean, I like it, you know, but like nothing beats like a taxi driver or you know, I don't know what something else. Taxi driver two. Right, which we're which we're in the in in production right now, post production. <laughs> we're making it. Just filmed. Oh wait, what's the movie you're talking about? Morgan Freeman gets he. What happens he's to like, him? He's like, oh, and it's like he sees through the. Through, I know. I do a really good Morgan Freeman. People <laughs> it's always, uncanny. Like, like I came in, I was like, I was, excuse me, miss. You, you look lovely tonight to my I don't wife, think I, and she was like <laughs> Morgan, and she just immediately wanted me to uh, impregnate. Yep. I haven't seen this clip that you're talking about, though. But yeah, and then he gets shot, and the bullet goes, oh, and the bullet goes through his head. And right really? He's like, we're going to do something. I don't know what it's from. Maybe a commercial. It's probably for like a 
you know, Gatorade or yeah, for Depends. He did those Depends right. adult diaper commercials. It's a commercial. Check out. It's for the new Iron Lung. Apparently, there are not very many Iron Lungs around anymore. Yeah, I mean, do they still make them, or are they just like commissioned? Apparently, there's a couple people that that use them still. You gotta like find like an antique model and yeah, I guess yeah, restore it lovingly, restore it to working order. Climb in that thing and let it do its do its work. Take care of business for you. Just make it whir, you know. Make it purr like a kitten, you know that thing. You can't, you know, everything's so greased perfectly on that machine as it's as it's filling your lungs. Look, the thing is, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to breathe. That's just one less thing. Why one less thing to worry about. Iron, iron lung. You don't have to do anything. You could just all that breathing. You're constantly breathing. It's exhausting. Right, like your 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 uh, nervous system. Right, your medulla oblongata. That's just, oh, that's my it, favorite police album. I love it. <laughs> it's just the synapses are just firing, forcing your 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 muscles to contract and expand, and doing all this breathing stuff. Like I don't yeah. want to. I, I can just feel it happening. You oh, I'm too about aware it. of it. I mean, yeah, and I, I know like a lot of other people are too. And you're just too aware. And this is like by the end of the night, and you wake up, you're like, oh god, this is, please, can I take a break? You know, and that's why I've given myself. Uh, that's why I I use actually a reverse sleep apnea mask because it. It does the right. opposite. It does the opposite. That's what I want. That's what, I mean, yeah, you want uh, Iron Lung to just kind of take care of that stuff take for you. Let you think about other stuff. Yeah. You got a busy day. You have a, you know, a full life. Breathing is just that. one less thing to worry about with Iron Lung. Thank you, Iron Lung. Thank you. Show is sponsored by Iron Lung. <laughs> Go to ironlung.com and uh, it is my, that, is, that is my favorite um, uh, album by the rock band uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jethro Tull. <laughs> Jethro Tull. <laughs> you know, they were, they were, they, I didn't realize Jethro, Jethro Tull became Sticks. They just changed their name to Sticks. Right. They're like, now it's a new era, it's a new us. Like, the right. audience has so changed. They got a keyboard changed. and they're like, we got to call it Sticks now. Yep. He's like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Is he Mr. I'll do a song. I'll write a song called Mr. Roboto. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm gonna do now. It's about my dad. He owns a rendering plant in Tennessee. The son's name is my friend's name. Uh, my friend Jim Roboto. <laughs> Sticks was from actually. Sticks is from. Uh, I believe that they are from where near where I am. They're from like Northern Illinois. Oh really? So, yeah, I think so. Or Canada. That's, that's kind of your claim to fame. Like you're kind of around them. Yeah, I've been around. I've probably been to a gas station when one of the members of Sticks was there. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. They were buying some Slim Jims or something. Right. Yeah, he was buying Slim Jims, and I was just you know noticing there's something about him. Yeah, I was. I wanted to be around him. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be around you, man. You got it. You got. You got the it factor, buddy. Did I ever I, did I tell the story about when 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 I was uh, touring alone one time and I was in South Carolina and it was like nine a.m. and I'm getting gas and uh, this this guy comes in and he's like old black dude and he just starts laughing and he's like going right for the beer aisle and he was like talking to somebody else and then the the, the woman looks over and it's like I just woken up and the woman like at the de- the counter looks over and he just looks at you and he goes like ha 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 do you like me. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and she goes, she goes, right now? <laughs> and then he goes, ah! And then he just grabbed the beer. And so I was like, it was just like, the, I don't know why, to me, I'll never forget it. And it just was a perfect interaction. Like, it was just like, do you like this me? weird mutual respect in a weird way? Yeah, mm-hmm. I do like you. It was cute. But uh, that's a great question to ask. Do you like me? Just ask. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we don't ask that because people people will tell you the truth, you know. Like there's things I don't want to hear like it about you. Yeah, I don't want to hear the truth. I can't handle it. Yep. Do not tell me if you like me or not. And I think that that's what that movie with uh, starring uh, Mel Gibson was about. You know, that yep. you can't handle Water, the truth. Waterworld. Yeah, that famous scene where, where yeah, where he's he's battling the uh, the, the ocean. Yeah. You know, um, Anthony Hopkins is in it. He's yeah, he's mad. He's doing. He's like a he's like a lawyer on the water with the yes. They're trading cigarettes. Field pretty, of Dreams Part Two. Yeah, water world. Water colon water world. Water we have colon water world. Huh? <laughs> it's like there's no backstory. It's like and the oh at the end all the. Oh, the dead ball players come and play <laughs> ball in my field. They're ghosts. The ghosts, they're, but they're ball players. And Susan Sarandon is in the movie. Yeah, and then the, then all of a sudden it's just like, Field of Dreams 2, and you're like, huh? It's like post-apocalyptic. <laughs> like, why is on pontoons. There's no more want, there's no more earth, man. <laughs> It's we down to, there. Oh, everyone had to build pontoon boats, and everyone's real mad at each other. That field is it's down there, hundreds of feet dreams. below the surface. Yeah, that's my that favorite, favorite uh, sticks record. Uh, field of screams. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they're from Rockford, man. It just sounds right to me. They're from Rockford, Illinois. It feels right. And on that note, we should go. Let's go. Uh, love you guys. Thank you so much. We we uh, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash heavy breather. Thank you so much to the people who are uh, donating monthly and getting free bonus episodes. Bon- I mean, it's free in that they pay for them. They pay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Not free. But, um, you know, it's, you know, you pay and then you get them for free out, you know, yeah, afterwards. Free, yeah. You pay us. You just pay us, you know. You right. see, it's a, the transaction is the same, but the feeling is different. So, so right. you know, you're paying us, you know, you, you know, because you owe us. Yeah, you pay to get free access. And then we, you know, we throw you a little bone. We say, okay, here, you can have this episode. Yep, that's how it works. Right, and then I get to come over for Christmas and Thanksgiving if I want, unannounced. Yeah, and we do, like, we run errands for uh, Patreon subscribers, too, so... You know, if you're if you're you're running low on candy bars, we'll go get get you some stuff like that. Uh, uh, also, heavybreather.net. Yeah, you can click around anywhere. You Google, you duck duck go. Just Google us. Go to Pornhub. How how to give heavy breather money? Yeah, it'll pop up. Uh, love you guys. Yeah, love you. We'll see you uh, next time. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Sing kill us, we pass a link singing.
I would be happy with just one without your arm. 